Welcome to, to Muppet Up. Up. Another episode of Muppet Up. Jack? How's it going, everybody? How's it going, Isaac? It's going great. Uh, this is our first daytime Muppet Up. <laughs> a morning Muppet Up. This is a morning. It's 1.03 p.m. Bright and early. This is the earliest we've ever recorded a Muppet Up. Congratulations, Jack. Congratulations, Isaac. How are you feeling this morning? Good. I ate a donut. Yeah. And I'm feeling like I'm ready to talk about the Muppets Take Manhattan. Well, not to you know, not to jump ahead, but this episode we are going to be touching on the film Muppets Take Manhattan. Muppet Very Treasure exciting. Hatton. What? I keep wanting to call it Muppet Treasure Hatton. <laughs> <laughs> it rolls off the tongue better. Yeah. Jack, would you like to introduce our very special guest? Thank you, Isaac. Yes, I would. Go ahead, buddy. With us today is our first uh, in real life guest. That's that true. Has not been over the phone. Yeah. Is in the Muppet Up HQ with us. Yeah. My good friend of fifteen years, Skylar Pia. Skylar Pia from Portland, Oregon. From Portland, Oregon. Welcome, Skylar. Thank you so much for having me. I'm genuinely so stoked to be doing this in a in an untrammeled format. Absolutely. We feel very lucky to be vaccinated. We're all vaccinated from, from up. The coronavirus. Jack and I, we got Johnson and Johnson, so you know, we'll see how things go. We'll see if we, we make it to the episode number <laughs> next one. Yeah. Skylar, just to kick it off, it's a little icebreaker. We need to know, the f- audience needs to know why you're here. What Muppets do you like? What got you into the Muppets? We need your Muppet summary, your Muppet biography. So, first, I'd like to start it off with uh, how did you get into the Muppets, Skylar? I mean, I guess the Muppets were just sort of like, I don't know, a fact of life from the outset. I, I was a Sesame Street kid. I visited Sesame Street once. Really? Um, wow. Yeah. How, there, when was that? Um, I was like five. I wow. there's, there's a picture of me and my I look really gay in it. I'm doing a really <laughs> gay pose in front of Oscar the Grouch's stoop. Can we post that on our Instagram to like promote this episode? Please, like, yeah. Okay. I'll, yeah, Just let me look for that. it. I think I like posted it recently. That sounds um, awesome. But yeah, um, always love the Muppets. Um, yeah, big on the movies. Muppets. I I asked to um, guest for this particular episode because I don't know. Muppets Take Manhattan is the one I had the like clearest memory of, despite yeah. having. I have seen like most of the heavy hitters multiple times. I hadn't seen. Um, Muppets Christmas Carol in a really long time, but I said either Muppets Take Manhattan or Muppets Christmas Carol because I think Michael Caine is really funny. And you do a great Michael Caine impression. Um, yeah, that's that's for later in the show. <laughs> we're just warming up. Yeah, right we're now. just warming up. I I just wanted to drop a drop 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 some foreshadowing. Yeah, drop a lead in now to bring everybody through <laughs> through our commercial breaks. Yeah. Well, a crucial thing we need to know about you, Skylar, is off the top of your head, off the dome. In order, we need your top three favorite Muppets. In order. Number one, number two, number three. You can go three, Descending two, one. Order. Descending order. Descending okay. order is usually how we do it. Yeah. Um, 
yeah yeah in in reverse order um as you did the like muppet up the top five countdown yeah that that had me uh, that had me like pretty pretty stressed um especially on account of the um kermit ranking controversy yeah what did you think Mm -hmm. of our lists um i well jack and i have the same number one um and that is gonzo i love gonzo so much i'm charmed by just about everything he does even when it's not show stealing Mm -hmm. um and often it is show stealing which is it's it's his whole mo Mm -hmm. Uh um but yeah i think he's great love his way of dressing love his he's got a great style yeah there's there was like the kind of like a cheap shot post going around about how like that's how like indie guys dress now yeah yeah yeah. um i think he dresses better than Mm -hmm. most people i know absolutely um including either of you it's i mean i i'll give it up and i will say that the your looks are a lot of the reason i wanted to come onto this show we yeah we do pride ourselves on the muppet up street style (laughs) image yeah Yeah. um yeah big big menswear i think yeah i think probably a lot of people heard about the show because of our spread in gq yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah you spread everything or our spread in details rather (laughs) Or more, uh, it's more. It caters to a younger audience. Yeah, uh, naturally. Um. Well, who's number three, Skylar? Three. Who's I your number three? I number one. I know um, we need three and two. Chill. Um. Three is probably Grover. Um. I love wow. Grover, and have from the outset for kind of similar reasons to my love for Gonzo. He's sort his wacky antics, his blue color, um, <laughs> his uh. I don't know. I I I like his delightfully weird voice and um his status as sort of an outsider within mm-hmm. the universe despite being pretty much universally beloved mm-hmm. among <laughs> fans young and old. I was him for Halloween once in his super guise. Oh yeah. I, we also I get a photo of, of that for our Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I'll, I, I'll look for it. I do kind of see Grover as being the Gonzo of Sesame Street. Yeah. In a lot you of know? ways, yeah. Well, like, they both have the... Blue. The color. blue. The they're, warmest they're color. They're both blue so blue. <laughs> but they have the the um, the love for flight. Uh, Gonzo yeah, likes yeah. to be shot out of cannons. Grover likes to fly like a superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they I both have say... funny and strangely gravelly voices. That's true. They, if you, you would probably pronounce their names similarly if you were like having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. My, my yeah. dad was... alphabetically, yeah. uh, color wise, they're they're similar in a lot of ways. Yeah, my dad was listening to whatever episode we put out of the show. And we were talking about how Fozzie and Rolf are the two most huggable Muppets. He was saying Grover is the number one most huggable Muppet because Grover's of huggable these huggable long sure. arms. Um, and he's also constantly hugging children. Like, he's seen in the show a lot as... Uh-huh, he's, hug- as, he's a hugger. As hugging, I, which, I agree, respect. he's pretty huggable, yeah. He doesn't have, like, a downbeat way, but, like, the fact that his name sounds a lot like Grovel is <laughs> kind of telling to me. I, I sort of see him as, a, like, an underdog um, yeah, and I want to give him a hug when I think of him. Like, <sighs> when yeah. when yeah. one of yeah. his schemes fails, he's kind yeah. of like I feel like I forgot about Grover for like six years of my life, and then remembered Grover when 
You pick up right where you left off. Yeah, yeah and I love When him. I put him on my list. When you put him on your list three years ago. What? I believe he, Grover could have been your number three, and Gonzo's your number one. So, so far, Skylar is Team Jack when it comes to listing Muppets. I, yeah. This is funny that we made Skylar say number one and then three. Yeah. <laughs> this makes me really think, like... Well, who's number two? Well, I, I don't know. I think my choices are pretty uncontroversial. It's Prairie Dawn. Uh, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, holy <laughs> No one gives a about Prairie Dawn. <laughs> we have never said Prairie the words no. Prairie Dawn on no. Muppet Up so far. That's no. about the only thing I premeditated about my appearance on the show. The first, the I'm first, gonna remind you all of Prairie yeah, Dawn. Yeah, the, the first, uh, first acknowledgement yeah. of the existence of Prairie Dawn. Prairie Dawn. Prairie Dawn. Uh, next episode's for you. Yeah, we'll, do. we'll have we'll have her on. Okay. Let's yeah. call her. Let's we'll call that her up. Good. Um, my actual number two is probably Fozzie. Great. I love sure. Fozzie. He's dependable. I I like uncontroversial Muppets, even I mean, though I could imagine his jokes being controversial. Super not mm-hmm. PC. Uh, really not PC. That guy predicted Bill Hicks. That's a lot of what I like about him. His uh, illicit past yeah um, that comes through in his humor style i suppose like you know he had to like talk his way out of some rough situations growing up <laughs> in uh the bronx yeah, yeah where, where do we where do we think fozzy's canonically from, from? Uh, yeah definitely i was thinking he's, from a, like astoria yeah astoria <laughs> oregon yeah <laughs> he's from either queens or astoria <laughs> One of the two. Um, Westchester. I think you, you do have a from very uncontroversial list. Yeah. But it's solid, and I'm not complaining about it at all. You have a Sesame Street character in there. You got two top-tier, S-tier Muppets. Thank you. I don't understand S-tier still. The other day, I went and Googled, like, Muppet tier maker, and mm-hmm. there was one, and I made a list. I should I should save it and post it. Well... Yeah. We could. This is, this is shaping up to be the most visual episode of Muppet Up yet. That's true. <laughs> That's we like true. to paint a word picture over here at Muppet Up. <laughs> yeah. Um, which could lead us into talking about this NPR list. I think this is a great segue. Uh, Jack, take it away. Okay, so I have here an NPR dot dot an NPR dot org. An NPR dot org article on pop culture happy hour, which Uh-oh. posted just a couple weeks ago, and it is called A Ruthless Ranking of the 25 Best Muppets. Oh, f***ing to listeners. Yeah, so this is going to be... So this is what the NPR listenership has to say about the Muppets. Here's their criteria. Any Muppet from any property or era era was eligible, including the Muppet Show, Muppet Babies, Fraggle Rock, Sesame Street, Labyrinth, etc. Wow. Okay, so that's that's our criteria. Yes. The same. So far, so good. Yeah. You you exclude Labyrinth and Dark Crystal, right? No, we, they, we do we not include exclude them. We include Labyrinth them. Labyrinth and Dark Crystal. They count yeah. as Muppets. Yeah. Yes. Yes. In company. They yeah. are Muppets. In, uh, in we counted Muppets. all variations of a Muppet character in a group. Thus, Gonzo the Great and Gonzo from Muppet Babies both count as Gonzo. Okay. Mm. That's what I would have thought. Yeah. Some Muppets were counted as a set, like Statler and Waldorf. Sure. Others okay. were counted individually, most notably Beaker and Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, as well as Bert and Ernie. The Fraggles of Fraggle Rock were also counted individually. Okay, sure. We disqualified other puppets that are not Muppets, including Yoda. He's really, really not a Muppet, guys. Look it up. Go the f*** ca- yourselves. The cast MDR. of Avenue Q. Well, the cast of Avenue Q, da doy, but... Yeah. Muppet Up recognizes y- original Yoda as a Muppet. 
regardless of if that's technically true. I, I feel like technically it's probably not true, but I like spiritually, to think spiritually that is a he, and it makes me like Star Wars more. Like I like Star Wars a lot, but it makes mm -hmm. me like it even more that like. Oh, cool! Like Frank Oz does mm -hmm. this weird Yoda. Like that's awesome. Yoda I'm a great is, time knowing that is a Muppet up Muppet. Yeah, he's a Muppet up Muppet. And when we mm -hmm. do our our ranking of getting our fans to vote, right. Yoda can be voted for. Once we have enough followers on Instagram for people to actually vote in yeah. our polls or, and, uh, or ask us questions, our, yeah. or if you'd like to pitch for a GoFundMe to buy enough followers to do that, yeah, maybe we. Maybe I would we love to buy them some followers as my parting gift. Cool. How well, many? Thank you. How much money would that cost to buy like a thousand followers on Instagram? I have no idea. I hundred bucks. I, yeah, either like fifteen dollars or like a thousand dollars, like a, like a buck per. No uh, way. I don't know. They, they it would it would be an exorbitant amount. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, all right. We'll do some research. Okay, here is the list. Descending order. Yes, starting okay. with number twenty-five. Okay. Count von Count. Last. That's that. Well, it's okay. still the top. It's not okay. every Muppet ranked. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. It, it's the bottom of the top list. Okay, okay. So do you want me to read what they say? If it's interesting. Uh, I would say not for the top, uh, until you get to the top like five or ten. Okay, but, yeah. but I will I will read one thing. Mm -hmm. It says, nice to see the Count showing up here, repping Sesame Street. He's one of only ten Sesame Street Muppets to make the top 25. Surprisingly enough, justice for Prairie Dawn, by the way. Ooh. That's what it says. Ooh. Too soon. That is what NPR decided to say. Yeah. yeah. But funny, Prairie Dawn. We were just talking about Prairie, That's Prairie Dawn. That's true. Uh, sort of a tasteless joke. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think Count being number 25 to start this off is actually pretty good. I think that's a pretty smart 25. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's solid. 24. Yeah. Dr. Teeth. Hmm. I mean, criminally low. Criminally but I low. I'm glad he's there. Yeah. I, I'm least, glad he's there. I'm, right now, like. Since we're only two in, I'm not upset that much. Doctor Teeth, you will become I upset will be, when you see who they've put higher. Like, like <laughs> yeah. whoever is next, I'm will. I'm sure I'll be like, F you. Like, I'll Prairie be Doctor Teeth yeah. was robbed. Yeah, but Doctor Teeth, that's too low. He is my number two or three in my list. I love He'll him. Be in my ten. And I, yeah, he's great. He's, he's. I do regret not having him in mind. I, 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 he is near and dear. He is like. The glue, like uh, him and Kermit, are like the two ends of the spectrum of what holds the Muppets together. Yeah, uh, and Kermit's the Robbie. Doctor Teeth is the Rick Danko. Sure, yeah, yeah. Robbie and Rick, uh, uh, Jerry and Larry, Jerry and Larry, Buck and Stipe, Buck and Stipe, Hobbegger and Beach. Yep, mm. twenty three. Yeah, Bert, lower than I would have thought. Bert would also list. make my ten. I do love him. Bert wouldn't make my 10. He'd make my 15. Yeah. But, like, so far, I don't know. These are all great Muppets. This is uncontroversial. I think this I want this to be more controversial based on its clickbait headline. Well, we'll see where... Uh, yeah, it's... Yeah, we're only... We're only yeah. yeah. I'm not we're mad that someone would like Bert better than Dr. Teeth, I guess. I I don't really know. Okay, there, I'm going to read some of the most egregious sentences from this article. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, let's face it, Bert was the very first nerd millions of oh. us ever encountered. Oh. Uh, Come on. So that's dumb. Okay. That's dumb. Shut up. 22, Elmo. Huh. Um, yeah, I'm, where do you guys stand? We Have you discussed him yet? I, I, briefly. I, have my, I mean, I have my thoughts. Jack, go ahead. What do you, what do you think of I, Elmo? I like, I love Elmo. Yeah. I do. Elmo does a very different thing. Yeah, yeah sure. And sure. I do like it. 
uh, we were watching some of the videos of him talking to interacting with Ricky Gervais. They're, those are really funny. Which are really yeah, good. those are great. His appearance Rove on Rogue really is great. I do like him out in the world. We talk about the Not So Late Show a little bit on the, the not show. Not So Late Show, um, I think is is lovely. I think it's a he, nice show. He is a later addition to the Muppet universe and the uh, shows. Yeah, and, and that makes sense, and that in some ways makes him less beloved for me. Well, but mm-hmm. it's funny that I should think that because it's not like I was alive and like, yeah, who's this new Muppet well, Elmo? Like Elmo has always yeah. been around for me. Elmo You're too young has to be been a around. Curious. Yeah, guess what year Elmo was introduced? Both of you, eighty nine, eighty nine, two thousand what? One, two thousand one, nineteen eighty. Whoa, okay, that's pretty. He early. was introduced in 1980. He's seen in Follow That Bird, the film that we watched. Uh-huh. But just he wasn't he was a, a background he guy. Was for not a while. main Muppet mm-hmm. like he is now. He didn't have the Elmo's world and all that. Mm-hmm. I think um, whatever the puppeteer's name, Kevin Kevin, Kevin Flash. Flash. Yeah, I met he, him. Really at Sesame Street. At Sesame Street. I think he brought Elmo like to a completely other level. And I I like Elmo. I oh I'm not saying anything against Elmo. I have nothing against Elmo. I love Elmo and. And when he's really funny, he's incredible. Mm-hmm. When used appropriately, like any Muppet, pretty much, yeah. he has potential to to really reach reach the stars. I agree, but I don't. He doesn't. He he might be lower on my list. Yeah, he would be in my twenty probably. If, if he is number twenty five, and I switch him and count on this list, mm-hmm. I, I'm happy. But I'm also not upset with his placing here. No, I, I understand totally his significance agree too. With you saying Elmo does a different thing. Elmo does he it totally does. He has his own sort of vibe uh, that was really prominent when the three of us were growing up. And yeah, it Sesame was my Street. vibe. I mean, Elmo's world was like a huge part. It was like the weekend update from SNL, <laughs> but on Se- uh, Sesame Street. Yeah, he plays to a very different demographic than Dr. Teeth. Yeah. That's true. And just where I am in my life now, I think, uh, yeah, sure, I like Dr. Teeth a little bit more, but... Elmo, respect. Nothing yeah. but love. Another egregious portion of the article. Go yeah. ahead. From the, Muppet, from the Elmo section. Also in this era of social media, Elmo remains one of the most memeable of Ugh. all Muppets. No. In fact, he's transcended Sesame Street to become arguably at his best in meme form. No. Uh, no. The thing is, like, this so is the far, worst article yeah, of all time. Well, so far, the ranking... I ranking's mean, fine. Ranking's the ranking's annotations are bad. The people writing it had nothing to do with the ranking. The way this is written is, yeah. is terrible. It's a mess. Number 21. All right. Scooter. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, sure. He's too prominent not to, like, have on the but list. He would Dr. not be on mine. Is better than... Sco- I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't... Okay, this is the one, the one part Scooter's, of the... This is actually fine. a kind of funny part of this article that mm-hmm. it says... Because each of these are written by a different person. Okay. The things. This one does say, seriously, how did Scooter come in at number 21? <laughs> Scooter? <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's pretty funny. Yeah. The guy who only got his job at the Muppet Theater because his uncle, J.P. Gross, owned the venue. Ooh. Yeah, it's like... Scooter, I'm never mad that he's around. I think, like... Baby Scooter is kind of a weird choice. Yeah. I kind of like, liked Baby Scooter. <laughs> I thought Baby Scooter was one of the funniest parts. He of looked. The... Uh, we'll, I mean, we'll we'll get there. Yeah. We'll talk about the yeah. film, but right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Scooter is fine. 
I mean, He's I've kind said of a wet I've said harsher things on Scooter in my days. You make him sound like Muppets. more of a wet blanket than he really is. Yeah, I like Scooter, but that's because I hang out with you every day. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just projecting, and I'm I'm yeah, jealous okay. and resentful. You're allowed to like him. You're allowed. Let him in. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, twenty. Yeah. Snuffleupagus. Okay. I mean, I do love him. I love Snuffleupagus, Snuffy. In an older, in a previous generation, he would have been higher. Totally. In 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 the earlier days of in the seventies, in the seventies, he would have been in the top five. I'm sure. Um, I think he's underused now. Yeah, I have I, no idea. <laughs> I, I don't think. I mean, I don't. I barely remember seeing him when I was a kid watching Sesame Street. You know. Yeah, I like his size. I, I like, like him. I, I like I his voice. Cute. I like his voice. I feel like I I see enough of Snuffy in my life. So you're okay with the placement there? Would you say I would put him? I'm okay with the placement there, but I would. I think, but a lot of where he is, like I'm okay with him being number twenty. Yeah. I'm not okay with the people who are yeah. lower than him being lower than the him. only yeah. one. Yeah, like uh, Count is better than Snuffy. Uh, yeah. Elmo, I think, is better than Snuffy. I think I, Elmo has more dimensions. So at this far, point. I would put all of these above Snuffy, except maybe Scooter. That's exactly. Yeah, what I'm Snuffy thinking. would still be on my list, though. He'd, he'd yeah. be on my twenty. I do really like him. The he low twenty. He could be yeah. twenty-four, and Scooter's twenty-five, and I'm happy with that. Yeah, I like him being in it as much. I like seeing. I like him being as big of a part of my life that he is at this yeah. point, which is not very much, but a meaningful part. Number nineteen. Yes. Uh, an important Muppet to the to the Muppet Up process. Okay. Sweetums. Absolutely. Yeah. Number 19? Respect. Mm -hmm. I think that's a, that's a great choice. I'm okay with him being there, yeah. He is, like, not the most... Uh, dynamic. Dynamic. He is kind of a one-dimensional character. But that dimension is funny as hell. I think he's fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. I think he, his cameo in the Muppet movie is, great. like, maybe my favorite scene. Like, yeah. that is... It's, it's a classic bit. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, he is very crucial to the Muppet Up uh, process. Yeah. Number 18, Ernie. <sighs> I'm surprised that he's that low. Bird over Ernie, to be honest. No, I think Ernie uh, over Bird. Yeah, I'm going to walk that one back. I think Bernie... Ernie, Bernie. <laughs> I think that they need. I think they need each other. I yeah, think it's, it's, I think they need each other. I can't other. put one above the you other. You can't. You can't have Bird in a vacuum. Yeah, you can't. You can't really have either of them in a vacuum. Yeah, Ernie would be like Scooter in a vacuum. <laughs> That's. I, funny. I feel like Ernie is has has his like has more uh, scenes in the show or in something else like that is just him than Bert. But yeah, if it was just that, it would be pretty lame. But also, there's like there's like seven spots between the two of them right yeah i don't know about mm -hmm. that i don't know about one being that far no, removed from yeah. the other also, i think you also can't you rank them as a as a package deal though like yeah they're more gonna, than that yeah yeah because like they said they're putting statler and waldorf together makes sense that makes sense that makes sense because like nobody knows which one's yeah, yeah like yeah. who cares but yeah i guess they i mean there's they are very distinct characters i think they're just well crafted characters uh yeah but i think ernie is is just yeah, more lovable than Bert. I think they'd so be duking it out for my like nine through eleven. Like yeah. they would occupy two spots on that. I couldn't quite tell you where. Mm -hmm. Ernie's in my top five, isn't he? I think he is. I think he's number five or four. Yeah. No. Um. Once again, so this one, this little section that they talk about it is just about how he should be higher on the list. 
than mm-hmm. 18. And then they end it with their second of this kind of joke in the article. Oh, boy. Hashtag justice for Ernie. Uh, Come on. What yeah. the f- and the fuck is up with that? Stop that. Justice. Yeah, what Stop year is this doing? from? This is just <laughs> this a couple like, weeks ago. That's like... <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. Okay, that's... Oh, boy. Yikes. All right, what's next, Jackie? Number 17, Sam Eagle. They say Sam the Eagle. That's not right. No. Yeah. It's Sam Eagle. I mean... Right? I I think of it with the the. the but, the. like, I'm not, it. I'm it, it not often enough for it to really register. I look up Sam Eagle. His, he would not make my 20. His no. wiki page says Sam Eagle or Sam the Eagle or Sam the American Eagle. Uh, I don't All right, like whatever. Um, <laughs> At least they didn't write Sam the American Eagle. I think Sam Eagle is fine. I like him. He was 70s moderation. funny. Yeah he, yeah, he was great in Sex and Violence. Yeah. He's a, he's a bicentennial character. Yeah. <laughs> the bicentennial man. Yeah. I mean, I think he's honestly used the right amount. Like, yeah. I feel like, especially Which now, is to say, not that much anymore. Which is not that much. What is he, number 17? Mm-hmm. He would go I, lower than that for me. He yeah, wouldn't make my be, 20. He wouldn't make my 20. I love him in Treasure Island. Yeah. He's great in Treasure Island. He's pretty Island. funny in Treasure Island. I think his attitude is very funny. Yeah. Um, so he might be higher on my list than he is on your guys' list. I think list, he's funnier. But I respect that he's low on yours. He's funnier in practice than in theory. Yes. I, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I on mean, paper, do, not doesn't isn't going yeah. to look very good. Jack, you have been known to have Sam Eagle maybe at number one, you have said before. No, I wouldn't have I'm pretty that. sure on that if chaos I said, interview, if, oh, you I, said Sam Eagle was your favorite Muppet. Oh, if I said that, I was just, I was just being controversial. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number 16, mm-hmm. Pepe the King Prawn. Also probably not in my phone. <sighs> no. I like Pepe. I think Pepe is fine. I think like, Pepe's fine. I have a bias against the smaller Muppets, such as Rizzo and mm-hmm. Pepe. They're not so cute. There's Rizzo less there, Pepe, less to love. Less to love. Rizzo and Pepe wouldn't be in my 20. Uh, I don't think Pepe needs to be in this list at all. I don't think he deserves a place. Honestly, I disagree. He's with that. he's funnier in theory than in practice. He's put in a lot of work. He I has think. put in a lot of work. A lot of years being a but funny muppet. Yeah. yeah, I mean, sure. And he's like okay. Like him on... and Rizzo, a lot of comic relief over the years. Yeah, yeah. But they they have to with their short stature. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have to. Napoleon complex. Yeah. Number fifteen, Janice. Janice hey. this much higher than Dr. Teeth I mean, is insane. That wait, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but that I is do insane. love I do love Janice. She uh, I mean, her use in 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 Manhattan is sparing, but it's kind of good. But it's funny. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. in the locker like and she that. makes that joke. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I think it is absurd that you would have her that That much many spaces higher. higher than Dr. Teeth like, is weird. That's she is used just so much less. Like you're faulting a character like not on purpose, but you're faulting a character for being more prominent in the Muppets, and I uh, I think that's ridiculous. I think Janice is, I think all of the Electric Mayhem are top tier Muppets, but I think there is a clear difference between. If we were going Zoot on character and... design, Floyd would be in my top three. Oh yeah, yeah. Floyd and Zoot are they, some of my Floyd favorite is looking so Muppets. hot. They look great. <laughs> uh, fourteen, Big Bird. Hey, that's yeah. fine. That's totally good. Yeah, we I can would leave that one. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right, enough to- said. Totally Unless they have that. something stupid to say. Um, 
not. It's hard to have a stupid big bird take. Yeah, he is what just, he is. I mean, he's a big uh, bird. Okay, yeah. yeah, the one line in it is that is in here is he's just this dot 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 really big bird. Uh, uh, NPR is letting me down right now. This is like yeah. this is like reading the script of Book Smart. <laughs> Um, <laughs> number thirteen. <laughs> number thirteen. Oscar the Grouch. Sure. Yeah. Uh, maybe would put him in my. He's in my top ten. He's he's top five Sesame Street Muppets for sure. Yeah. Uh, he's top ten. He's top ten for me. Um. Well, you're not gonna like this, mm. Isaac. Number twelve is Rizzo the Rat. I. <laughs> I. Don't I don't know. I get why people like him. Yeah. It's just a personal taste. What was it, number twelve? Mm-hmm. Eleven? Yeah. Cookie Monster. Uh yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, That's a fine place for him to be. I find him to be a little ride. one note though. Sometimes. His one noteness is kind of the point. You can't fault him too much for only yeah. I hate but when they tried to make him health conscious. That's I think that's dumb. ridiculous. Yeah, come on. But I think since Cookie Monster has been around for so long there's so many great cookie monster bits from over the years that yeah he has to be pretty high on the list number 10 yeah statler and waldorf sure yeah uh funny that that's the popular choice but yeah number 10 yeah i mean i'm not upset with that they are within the muppet show like yeah within the muppet show they're funny Mm -hmm. yeah you know what sure number 10 solid number nine and I don't agree with this. Okay. Swedish Chef. Oh. Not in the top ten. I my top I 20. like him. I like him a lot. I think he has he, one of the funniest Muppet voices, but it really kinda ends there. Yeah, I think and I like that he has just real hands. Yeah, yeah I do too. But, but I would not he does not belong in a top ten list. Maybe he'd be in my twenty. But I, I don't know. I never yeah. like. I never felt connected to him. I never felt like no. I really loved him. Well, he doesn't really invite that kind of connection. No, in like Cookie Monster, I love. That's pretty more. xenophobic like, of you. Like <laughs> in my heart, I like Cookie Monster more just because he's uh-huh. like a sweet. He has more of a personality. Uh, Swedish chef. Healthier relationship with food, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And also, uh, yeah, like has there been a really good uh, Swedish chef bit in the last twenty years? It's no. been the same thing. His Muppets Now bit that we saw was really so bad. bad. Yeah. Number eight, Miss Piggy. She has to be there. Yeah. And honestly, number eight isn't a terrible spot. I don't love her, but she would have to be in my top fifteen. She like she kind of has to. She just she gets she would... some of the best moments just by like being so like. Yeah you know prominent and like there were funny moments she always has at least a few funny moments in a good muppet movie you know yeah so i i mean i can't complain about miss piggy one of the top three main muppets being number eight number seven fozzy bear surprised he's not in the top five yeah that's Maybe, interesting. It's probably just something about like, um, his jokes are kind of cringe, guys. <laughs> Have you noticed? <laughs> that is um, so. Waka? No one's talking about um. <laughs> I liked in Muff Tick Manhattan when he says "waka waka," but on a serious note, I'm in a cave. Or, like, <laughs> yeah. like that. Like yeah. that was pretty funny. That was yeah. good. Uh, I think I think he should be in the top five. Yeah, I've already of made it clear list, where I stand. Of this mm-hmm. list, he needs to be. Yeah, and he's your number two, and I respect that. Number six, Grover. Hey, pretty good. 
Yeah, fine showing. Honestly, probably better than I think most people would think to put him at off the top of their heads. Pretty good. Yeah. I am not offended by that at all. Number six, I think that's totally fine. That was the top 20 of the top 25 NPR list. When we come back, we're all going to guess what the top five is in order. Whoever gets closest wins 50... A Muppet Up commendation. <laughs> uh, 50 Muppet a Up letter bucks. of recommendation yeah. to their next workplace. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So here's a word from our sponsors. Thanks. Welcome back Welcome to back. Mop It Up. Welcome back. We have Skylar. <laughs> Skylar P is still here. Hi. I can't seem to get rid of him. Yeah. You know? and, we, and we've arrived at a game. I have had both Skylar and Isaac write down their guesses yeah. in order, right? Yes. Of what they believe the top five list will be. So I'll have both of them read theirs, and then I will read the truth. Okay. Great. Guest um, goes first. Skylar, go ahead. Descending order or? Descending order number five. Yeah. Okay. Um, number five. I was going to ask you guys this before, but I would have given it away. I um, don't remember if they were group like listing them separately. Um, if they're listing them separately, then I think number five would be Beaker. People, I guess, like him more. They did have them separately. Okay. They did have them separately. Well, that. yeah. If it was together, I would have said... Um, Dr. Honeydew and Beaker, but mm -hmm. if it's just one, I think it's, I guess it's Beaker, but I also would be surprised if, like, either of them showed up that high without the other being on, in the top 20. I, um, yeah, uh, I also chose Beaker as my number five. Yeah. Uh, that was great. Um, I think, yeah, I think idiots like Beaker. Yeah. Uh, I think dumb people like Beaker a lot, um, and based off of the They rest see themselves of in list, him. Yeah, based off the rest of this list. The way he can talk. Uh, they, if we uh, have any guests on here from now on that say Beaker, all of every our fans are gonna think that we think they're idiots. Okay, I'll bleep what I thought <laughs> that they were. Okay, um, geniuses. Yeah, they're geniuses. Uh, the people that like Beaker are, mm -hmm. are very smart. Um, I think number four is somewhat likely to be Rolf. I said the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I said the yeah, exact really, same thing. Yeah, there really weren't that many like likely ones left, so I imagine we probably chose the same ones. But the ranking makes Just, sense. Yeah, because he's because no one's number. Like, I mean, he should be more people's number one, like yours. Yeah. He would still be in my five. Yeah, but I can't see him being the popular choice like nowadays. I can't see him being higher than the the next three. Can't see him being right. higher than like Bird or Ernie for popular choice. Yeah, um, that is kind of shocking. But yeah. yeah, I said Rolf 2 as number four. I'm locking that in. Yeah. What'd you say number three was? Gonzo. I said number three was Animal. Yeah, then um, I, I thought number two was Animal. Yeah, I said number two <laughs> yeah. Was <Gonzo>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were really not working with very much. No. Um, yeah, it was only down to a select few. Yeah, I I mean I I I, I share your stances on Animal. Um, animal being number two might. Be right though, even though uh, yeah, I could I, see it being the case. I don't agree with it. I wouldn't yeah. vote for him that high. No. He would be in my twenty. He would be in my twenty, but he would be in the. He's teams. overused. He's yeah. overused, and he's again sort of a more one-dimensional Muppet. But yeah, so. But why did you you said Gonzo? I said Gonzo is number your three. Thoughts on Gonzo for being number three? Um, I think he's he's a number three kind of guy. I can see most people ranking him number three. He's a bronze medalist. Um and. Number one, it's Kermit. It's Kermit duh. the Frog. I it's it, I would be very surprised if it wasn't. Yeah, I wouldn't be 
incredibly disappointed necessarily i would be i think i think like i i have less faith in people so as to believe that animal will be number two over gonzo if animal is number one i'll be yeah i will be pissed yeah beaker is number one i i might i might too yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay here's the truth number five rolf oh we said beaker yeah number five rolf Number four, oh. Beaker. Okay. Okay. But still f***ing bullshit. Yeah. Rolf. As, as, okay, whatever. Number three, Animal. Huh? So I, uh, right. I, I okay. got number three. Okay. Number two, Gonzo. Great. Yeah. Wow. Number one, Kermit. <laughs> Kermit. <laughs> Kermit. Kermit. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> Stay, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. Well, you'll get that in a minute. Well, I think that can lead yeah. us directly into a discussion about Muppets. our main feature for today, Muppets, Muppets Take, Take Manhattan. Manhattan. Skyler, as our special guest, what were your thoughts? Um, we watched this last night. We by the way, Muppets we watched Take this, Manhattan yeah. last night. Late last night. No, sorry, nineteen eighty-four film, uh, directed by Frank Oz. It was his first. Uh, directed Muppet movie. Uh, he directed Dark Crystal before with Jim, and uh, you know what? It was a pretty big success. People liked it, uh, but what did we think? Skylar P. Um, well, I proposed um, my Muppet Up appearance be on this episode because it's the one I had the strongest memories of as a kid. Um, like, for instance, the bit at the end where uh, Kerm- Kermit's an ad suit, mm-hmm. and uh, they're suggesting really unwieldy slogans for Ocean Breeze Soap. Yep. I remembered one of the slogans. Almost word for word, you said it. I was right pretty close, but I didn't remember the rest of the movie that well. I filled in a lot of gaps in my memory, yeah. and it was delightful all the way through. I would mm-hmm. say it's not the punchiest Muppets I've seen. No. Far no. from it, actually. It, it was surprisingly slow, but yeah. I might have also just like not been in the right headspace for its rhythm. I think visually, this is maybe my favorite looking Muppet movie. I was just thinking that. I think like yeah. a lot of weirdly, the set lighting is fantastic. It looks great, and it's I like think Jallo set lighting on like the like Manhattan Melodies numbers. I mean, I mean, it looks awesome, and I think a lot of that obviously has to do with Frank Oz being the director. When Jim directs Caper, things are a little dustier when they're supposed to be, and a little like. Uh, it has highs and lows. Blown yeah. out, like when they, you know, when when Frank stays more towards the primaries and has things pop mm. pretty much all around. And it takes place in New York and just... The- it feels more like a movie for adults. Um, not yeah. even necessarily, like, for any, like, but, you know, not its subject matter. Yeah. Just, it Thematically, just, not necessarily. It's paced like, more like a real person movie. Yeah, the tone. Like yeah, Midnight is, Cowboy. Sure, exactly. It's exactly like it's Midnight exactly Cowboy. exactly like Midnight Cowboy, as we pointed out many times. Many times. Here's a lovely anecdote about Jim Henson. Okay. Um... In an interview, Juliana Donald, who plays Jenny in the movie, okay. mm. uh, recalled how filming of the jogging scene in the park was temporarily delayed by a camera problem. Mm-hmm. In wide-eyed amazement, a little boy passing by approached and started talking to Kermit the Frog, oblivious to Jim Henson operating him. Aww. Despite the surrounding commotion of technicians trying to fix the camera issue, Jim started interacting with the boy. Moments later, Jim found himself doing an impromptu performance with Kermit for an entire group of children who had gathered around to watch. 
Juliana said, it was so memorable to me because time just stopped. It was a wonderfully magical moment where you experience someone's true joy with their work. Aw. The Muppets really do cast a spell. That's mm-hmm. precious. Yeah. Um, hmm. I wish that the camera worked so they could film that. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice yeah. if the camera wasn't broken so they could put that in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, um, here are some things that I think maybe once pointed out will be like, oh, that maybe is part of why it doesn't feel like the punchiest. Uh, maybe It's great, but yeah, maybe a little middle of the road. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um one of the one of the things that we can that maybe sheds light on that, it's the first Muppets movie where the fourth wall the is never fourth wall broken. Is, I yeah. I noticed that in the film, it's interesting. It's like maybe the only one of like the main theatrically released Muppet movies. Like maybe David Laser shot that down. Uh, the maybe production yeah. the, produ- the, produ- yeah. the producer David Laser probably shot that. Yeah, I think it's interesting that it isn't there. There's room for it if they wanted to put it in. I'm sure there's like ways that they could have sprinkled in some funny moments where they do break the fourth wall. Even and like Sattler and Waldorf kind of don't do it. They really don't. And it's like such a prominent thing in the previous two Muppet movies. This is the third Muppet movie to be released as what I kind of see as like a trilogy in a lot of ways because there is a break for like 10 years after this of Muppet movies. There's no Muppet movie until 1992. This is the last Jim mo- movie. Uh, last Muppet Jim Muppet movie. movie. Yeah. Uh, Labyrinth comes out two years later, mm-hmm. but, um, and he passes in 1990 and 1992 is when Christmas Carol comes out. The thing that's interesting about this, and I was trying to figure out like, why was there such a big break? I think part of it has to do with creatively. Jim was in different, a different headspace. He wanted to do things like, Dark Crystal and Labyrinth, and he, you know, was expanding into these other things. But also, from only a few months after this was released, in um, September of the same year, Muppet Babies first airs and is on the air until, I believe, 1991 or 1992, until Christmas Carol comes out. So the majority of the Muppet content people were seeing is the Muppet Babies, a thing that I don't really care about. Mm -hmm. But I think because of that less attention and energy and money was put into making another Muppet movie until so long later. And also I think of the eighties as a Muppet movie heavy era, but maybe that's why I gravitated toward watching this one because I was yeah. like, I want to watch a golden age Muppet movie. And like, and it is, it is it totally is. It's the, these three, these first three are the golden age Muppet movies without a doubt. The things I don't like about Muppets take Manhattan mostly is, um, I hate amnesia storylines. Like I find them really just tedious and I'm I get frustrated and I don't want to be very frustrated when watching like a comedy or something. So the amnesia thing, it plays better than it usually does, but I don't really like that Kermit gets hit, hit by a car or some shit and his brain don't work. I do like when he gets hit by the car. But Sure, I, but okay. I, and I really like when Piggy punches him and and he and gets fly, his brain yeah. back. I think and like that ties in. There's visual gags like that that look so fun and are so good because of the direction that was taken with this one. Um, it's like a little bit more polished in some ways than the first Muppet movie, but I think that one still looks maybe a little bit better just because it has like a, a gritty, cool 70s Muppet feel. Like it's just a little bit... You know, they go to Hollywood instead of New York. And it's Hollywood. a movie that would have benefited from that. I know um, 
you know, we, we can't turn to the Muppets for um, an accurate representation of the real New York uh, before AIDS. And um, <laughs> I'm allowed. You're allowed. <laughs> um, You're allowed, but I'm not allowed to laugh. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll bleep our laughing. Yeah, the, the pre-Seinfeld New York. Oh, um, my God. That, uh... I don't know, but I think it wanted to be gritty in sort of the wrong way, but not so much Muppets that I think. That, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think so much so that the kids would pick up on it. Mm-hmm. I think the grittiness that they go towards is like some humor moments, like that are weird. Yeah, a lot like... of the moments in like the cafe, I think, were kind of a weird like attempt to like I don't know, like Rizzo's uh, Rizzo's class struggle monologue. Yeah, uh, and was like, weird, and like yeah. the cat calling of Miss Piggy is weird. Uh, by the construction workers, like there's just like jokes She's that she's not that hot. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't get guys, it. guys, chill wake out, wake up. I just think yeah, have the men in America lost their way. <laughs> but before we get too far away, I have another piece of trivia that sort of lends itself to sort of what we're talking about. Mm. The Great Muppet Caper, is by far the craziest and least serious Muppet movie, hadn't done particularly well in the box office, so they toned the wackiness down for this one. According to IMDb. Wait, so there was so because uh, paper, paper was too wacky. It didn't do that well and was w- yeah. wackier and less. There's wacky moments for sure. Less dramatic and story driven. It isn't very story driven, even though it yeah. it sort of wants to be. And I think I mean, we also kind of overstate like the degree to which it is like slow or like. I not think we're that... overstating it too. I it, think it's, it's fun. It's it it's, it's a wrong it blast. I was yeah. delighted pretty much the entire time. Doesn't really even when it lulled a bit. Like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't make me be like look at my watch and be like oh boy, but it it makes me yeah. There's just moments Rock that hard. that that I just you know like a little bit less than others. But still, visually, I think it's super solid throughout, and I love just watching this movie. I think it's fun to watch. Um, it's the first appearance of the Muppet Babies. Yeah, I uh, didn't like realize I the Muppet Babies earlier. theme song was that number. Um, but I, I remember... Pretty much. Muppet I mean, like... It's the same, like, uh, piano in the beginning, sure. I guess. I, it, it's um, at least based on that I love which makes Ro- sense. Muppet, or Baby Rolf looks hilarious in this mm-hmm. movie, and I love that. Baby um, Scooter's presence is funny, I think, as yeah, we've touched yeah. on. Um... Yeah, I mean, I just, I like how that scene looks and is kind of just a weird... It's weirdly lit. That's one that I remember being like, this is like office lighting. This is like if there was like a Dilbert movie filmed around this time. Like The the flashback scene? Yeah, the the Muppet Babies. I thought that too. I was like, I thought it looks, it looked... A little drab. Yeah, it was weird looking. But I think for the most part, that scene was fun and weird and i like that i, I like happened. that number a lot actually it's and, it's it's goofy it's I mean, miss piggy singing i i like it yeah the music is something we should also touch on it's solid mm-hmm. it's very it's yeah. good yeah. uh no can you picture that but it's not it's it's the it's the weakest of the first three in terms of songs i yeah and i think there's probably less like if you're comparing i think there's probably like two or three less songs is my it's guess possible. like but i like where all the songs fit in in the movie mm-hmm. i like that there's like the kitchen song with Rizzo and like, you know, all that yeah. stuff is pretty fun. But I think the least hooky of all of the songs that we've heard so far up into this point from the Muppets, but uh, still great. And I like the, I think the, the second number is really good. Um, Here's another thing, please. 
After several less than satisfying takes of the scene between Joan Rivers and Miss Piggy, director-slash-performer Frank Oz sent a stagehand to get he and Rivers two gin and tonics yeah. apiece. The two chatted and imbibed their drinks before filming one more take, which appears in the final film. So they're you were right. That is oh, I funny. Was, I had already read that. Uh, I was just pointing I mean, it they out. Look, yeah. they, but it made it so much better. Oh, I, yeah. I like that scene. I think it's just like a weird... Alcoholism in the workplace is yeah. never justifiable, <laughs> but, but under these circumstances, it did make for a pretty nice performance. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Just so it's clear, what if you're listening to this at work, we're not, especially for like a, a forklift operator or uh-huh. something, we are not recommending that you drink on the job. Yeah, please don't. Unless... Joan uh, Rivers you have to is be there. funny. Yeah. Unless Joan Rivers is there, and I, I guess she's not. No. <laughs> um, I wonder what Frank and Joan had to talk about. <laughs> like, they're just getting drunk. What do they What do they have in common? They both f***ed Robert Redford. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, we were talking about the soundtrack. Yeah. The only theatrical Muppet movie soundtrack that's never been available on CD. Interesting. Isn't that crazy? Huh. Skylar, I know you are particularly partial to the CD format. I am, and I'll tell you. I'm not going to tell you why. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Orange. Five, five, I've got a label, and it's CD only in this day and age. At what's your orange disc? Well, it's orange discs, and it's O R A N J. D I S C S dot com bandcamp.com. Um I like CDs a lot and I would I would have if I would buy this for less than five dollars. Yeah. Would you would you be willing to make a commitment right now that you are going to put this soundtrack out on CD within the next year? I will commit to that no such thing. <laughs> no such thing. Now here are a couple, uh, a couple uh, classic little technical bits of trivia that I think that you'll both appreciate. I know you guys appreciate the technical aspect. We're very of technical filmmaking. So yeah, I think you'll 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 appreciate this. When one of the rats is greasing the grill by skating on it with pats of butter on his feet, the effects cr- the effects crew tried several ways to get the proper sizzling effect. Mm. In the end. Actual butter on a hot <laughs> surface worked just fine. It's I wouldn't have had it any butter. other way. That would have knocked off half a Sweetum. Yeah, honestly. Uh, of course it's real butter. It looks delicious. Buttered up rat getting grilled up. Awesome. It's a great mm. scene. Great shot. Uh-huh. Um, and the other, the other little bit of trivia... When one of the rats is mixing batter by using an egg beater as an exercise bike, the effects crew mix several mixtures of chemicals together to resemble batter. They somehow created a corrosive substance that was eating through the (laughs) mixing bowls and they feared was toxic. (laughs) Finally, a female crew member made some actual pancake batter. Yeah, what the Which is what they use. Like, does it matter that she's female? (laughs) Like, what is that? Uh, IMDb believes so, yes. Wow. So those were two bits of trivia about how... A white cis female. (laughs) (laughs) Saved the day. Um, Yeah, those are two bits of trivia that were about people trying to use things to be other things but the real thing worked just yeah. fine and that it's always except that's always in this the case. instance clearly <laughs> yeah before this escapes my mind because i believe it has escaped all of ours um in muppets take manhattan there is a scene 
in which Kermit and Miss Piggy are riding on a carriage <laughs> being uh, uh, drawn by horses. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the most important scene in the movie. They are talking to each other. Mm-hmm. and It's directly before the Muppet Baby the scene. Muppet Baby scene. They're talking to each other, and I'm just going to edit in the actual soundbite of it. Yeah. So Miss Piggy says this. And that's f***ing weird, don't yeah. you think? <laughs> Kermit! 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 <laughs> like, what? Why is that the take they use? Kermit! There's like a long pause like before and after. Yeah. It's like, sounds like spliced in. Kermit! Like, that's that's Frank She on... says that a lot. Like, it's yeah. not... It's not she a... says, Kermit! Yeah. Like, that's the thing she says the most. That's her most used word. And Frank Oz... Uh, the, the man, a balding man with a mustache and a goatee and, and glasses. A <laughs> and it, I just love imagining that. I love seeing him, hearing him do that. And he, the fact that he directed this too. Great choice, man. I think that's a great moment. It's also funny because I don't know what it was, but in the entire movie, every time someone said Kermit, I thought it was funny. Yeah, me too. It's just like more, more than usual, just Kermit. people saying Kermit was funny. Yeah, after that or just in general? In general, like before that too, but Kermit. then it was very noticeable Kermit. afterwards too. Kermit. Just, <laughs> yeah, just Kermit. That's, fun. That's a, <laughs> it's funny a funny name. thing to say. It's a it funny was name. Yeah. In this one. I think because it takes place... What was the name of the smaller frog that they killed off? Tiny Robin? Tim. Robin. Yeah, you, you know, Robin's not a funny name. He Kermit died? is a funny name. He, as far as I'm... He's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's. I don't like him. I think he's kind of lame. I don't yeah. like him. Um, I mean, if Kermit, you, yeah, the name is the name is crucial. But anyhow, maybe we should uh, wrap up this Muppets Take Manhattan conversation with a little segment called "What Are Your Sweetums?" Uh, yes. <laughs> so, Jack, yeah, how many Sweetums would you give the Muppets Take Manhattan? I'm giving Muppets Take Manhattan three out of five Sweetums. Wow, mm. I really enjoyed it. Like I enjoy most Muppet things, mm-hmm. I I do think the original three. I mean that is the gold standard. Yeah, that's what you want. You want some like every Muppet thing should yeah. be trying to capture something about the Muppet Show and the original three movies. Mm-hmm. But I do think the third one is the weakest. This one, mm-hmm. and I do think that some of the later period. 90s ones like Muppets from Space and um, Treasure Island are better than Take Manhattan. So I'm giving it three out of five Sweetums. All right. Skylar? Um, having not seen Caper in such a long time that I don't really remember much about it, I don't remember how it stacks up to the others. I can't, I don't really have as good a like. I don't know, concept of like sure. where this falls in the trilogy. Yeah. Um, I think on its own as a standalone watching experience and also my most recent Muppets viewing in in a minute, regrettably, mm-hmm. um, I think it held up great. I think it was also exactly what I wanted to see in that particular moment. Yeah. Um, I'd give it four Sweetums. I think it's, I think yeah. it's four Sweetums on its own. I'm sure that as like, it, it, I, it, like even I know it's not like the, like, greatest muppets or like even the most muppets see mm-hmm. yeah it, but it isn't yeah that's a good point 
It does the job though, and yeah. I think as a standalone, I would like it even if the Muppets weren't starring in it. I think I would. Yeah, it would, it would do just fine. Movie, the otherwise. Muppets bring mirth wherever they go. That's a good mm-hmm. point. Um, and with that, like speaking of caper, I don't think I would like that movie as much if the Muppets weren't in it. I still think, but this... that's I think that's okay though. I don't think you need yeah. to. It's so it, a movie kind of can be good. With. Yeah, because it's a Muppet movie. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. No, you're right. And but this is what I've been struggling with. I've been comparing the Great Muppet Caper and Muppets Take Manhattan uh, to get my Sweetums rating. I gave the Great Muppet Caper four out of five Sweetums. Uh huh. I think it's comparing kind of apples and oranges in some ways, where they're very different movies, and I like them. Both for different things. I think visually I like Muppets Take Manhattan better. I think story-wise I like Caper better. Uh, all in all, I'm agreeing with Skylar. I'm giving it four Sweetums. I thought about giving it maybe a 4.1, but I think I'm giving it an even four. Respect. I respect that. I think it's a great movie, and again, this is the gold standard. These first three Muppet movies, which we haven't... We have to review the first Muppet movie. Yeah. Uh, which we did once, and it, we, it wasn't good. It wasn't a good episode. It was a bad episode. It. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I think it's great. I think both Caper and Muppets Take Manhattan are four out of five Sweetums for me. Um, But I love them. Anyways, that was our review of Muppets Take Manhattan. Congratulations, everybody. Thank you. It was great. Thank and you. also with your spirit. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Well, that wraps up. Uh, another motherfucking beautiful episode of thank you Muppet Skylar up. Pia for joining thank us. Thank you so much, Skylar Pia. Thank you for so much for us. having me. It's it's been a delight. Uh, we'll catch you next time. And, and you know what? You know how to end the episode, Skylar. As always. As always, keep, keep moving, moving right, right along. There you go. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna say Muppet Up. Oh, we can also then say Muppet Up. That's simplicit. That's, some, that's a better way to end it. No. Mop it up. Don't forget keep to mop it no. up. Don't forget to mop it up is like. No, but I. I, do I mean, like I think keep, keep moving right along is yeah. like a fun thing. Yeah. Do, so. Well, we can try it the out. The song is oh, definitely sh- the. Shit. Send us, guys. Send us a letter at eight two one Thomas Street Southwest Olympia Washington nine eight five zero two if you think we should change the ending to and as always, mop, mop it, it up. up instead of keep moving right along. But in the meantime, keep moving right along. Bye. 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 In search of good times and good news With good friends you can't lose This could become a habit Opportunity knocks once Let's reach out and grab it yeah. Together we'll nab it We'll hitchhike bus or yellow cabin